on Halloween night, there was a knock at the door. It, this wasn't unusual. There had been knocks at the door all evening. I stopped at the mirror in the hall, adjusted my tall black widow's witch's hat to a more outrageous angle, and smoothed the tresses of my long black wig. Joanna, you're a one terrifying witch, I said to myself. I adjusted the water on my nose for good measure, and then grabbed a, up my bowl of candy and hurried to the door. I threw the front door open and gave my best witch's crackle. But instead of a group of trick-or-treaters in adorable costumes, there was a grown man standing on my porch, apparently all alone. I stared at him. He was black, with black hair and black and very black eyes. He was wearing black jeans and a very tight t-shirt, and showed off his muscular physique. Not what I noticed. Hi, I said. Hi, he said. I'm David. Hi, Dave. I replied. You look a little bit little old to be trick or treating. He appeared to be about my age, his mid in his mid twenties. Although he definitely wasn't old, he was too old to be going door to door for candy. Oh no, I'm not trick or treating, he smiles bollish and lit up his whole face. He holds it unexpectedly expectantly. I tried not to be get attracted by the smile which I rate my brains trying to figure out what this handsome stranger was doing on my porch. He was good-looking, so it's impossible he was selling some product or another. Or maybe he was stumping up for a political candidate. Whatever he wanted, I wasn't interested in buying anything. Well, that would again to close the door. I'm sorry, not today. Dale held out a hand. Wait, I am Dave. You're already, all right. You already said that. But I thought you would understand. He stepped closer and lowered his voice. I am a witch. He smelled really good. But like the woods and the outdoors, but I wanted myself not to be distracted. You're Dave the Witch? I said, yes. Oh, okay, I get it. I opened the door a little wider and stepped out into the porch. It was clearly some kind of prank. He was some teen's older brother, or somebody's uncle, or something. Very funny kids, I said. You can come out now. As I looked up and down the darkling street, I see, could see the pink. An orange of his setting sun. A few street lights were popping up. Um, there was no one on my on my street at the moment. I could hold, hear the sound shouts of children in the distance. My lawn was strangely full of fireflies, but other than that, there was nothing out of the ordinary. I did remember that there was a hiding place nearby. However, I turned to Dave. Are you under the porch? A look of bewilderment crossed his handsome face. Is who under the top porch? Your is My what? He shook his head. I am Dave. I am a witch. He said the words if they explained him something. All right, Dave the witch, I said. I can't figure out what's going on here, so I'll take the bait. What do you want? It was a night of fun, after all. I figured I could play along a little. David's eyes roamed over my face, and I found myself wishing I wasn't wearing green makeup or fake wart. You really don't know, do you? He said uh, softly. I got... I got to go with no, I said. David sighed. I just assumed I thought you would be one of. He sighed again. Never mind. I suppose I should begin with an introduction. I am Dave Crispo. He held out his hand. It, I took it. It was warm and strong. Yeah, I hesitated first for a moment, but Dave didn't seem threatening, just intriguing. I am Joanna B. B. Dave said yes. It's 
used to be something much longer and hard to pronounce, so my grandmother cut it down. Just the first three letters. Now it's just B. I see. I couldn't tell if you're joking or not. I just so I just waited for what you might would say next. They've seemed lost in thought. Joanna, he said at last, could I tell you the whole story? I'll be quick, I promise, and maybe you could make me some make help me make sense of it all. I glanced around. A group of kids had already been at my house, ran down the street. I recognised a little girl with elaborate orange and white braid, a Frankenstein hairdo. Behind the children came two mums, pushy strollers. All right, I said, closing the door behind me. I have to admit, I'm interested now. I guess I'll be safe enough with you out on the porch. Of course you will. I'm a witch and a gentleman. I glanced at David's face to see if he was kidding, but he seemed to be perfectly serious. No spooky tricks, I said. No spooky tricks. I took my candy bowl and sat down on my porch swing. As they settled into sleek black clad form next to me, I wished I wasn't wearing such a ridiculous costume. I felt lovely of the skimpy, co- sexy costumes I'd seen hanging the pegs at Halloween's door. I wish now I bought one of those, almost, as superstitiously as I could. I removed the wart from my nose. Then a sharp breeze kicked up and swirled up around us. I'm glad I wasn't wearing my tiny out, barely there outfit. We've been lucky enough to have a pleasant Halloween night, but it's still October. It wasn't exactly balmy. Plenty of children were wearing jackets over their costumes. They shifted a little cool, 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 little cousin and swing the creek. I glanced at his marvellous t-shirt, clad torso. Would you like a blanket or jacket or something? Dave shrugged. Oh, good. I spilled myself against the cold, naturally. Dave sighed. So, here it goes. I'm a witch, which you said already. He shot me an interrogative glance. Sorry, I said. No more interruptions. So, to make a short, long story short, Dave said, there's a curse on my family. I came here to, to, tonight to break it. I found a curse. I was startled. That wasn't all what, at all what I expected to hear. I didn't know what I expected, but somehow that wasn't it. Dave snodded grimly. A curse was placed on my grand, grandmother many years ago. Any witch in her fa- our family line is incapable of falling in love. I was startled again. You can't fall in love. Dave shook his hand. I have no idea what it feels like. So you can't get married? Oh, we can get married. We just won't be in love. He bl- I blinked. That's awful. Dave simply nodded. What about your parents? I said. What they in love? My dad is, is most definitely, or at least he says he is, but he's not a witch. My mum is. I know she likes my dad. Like, it's something I can understand, and she can too. But she's always said she wishes she could truly be could be truly in love with him. Are you sure? I said suddenly. Then I stopped. What? David said. Are you sure it's actually a spell and not just something normal? Unfortunately, a lot of couples in which one partner is more interested than the other, maybe they just need some counselling. Dave shook his head vehemently. It is no curse, like I said. The number where a witch, a male witch, placed a curse on my great-grandmother when she burned his advances. He said if she couldn't love him, she would never love another, and even would her children. There was a hole in the heart after that. She knew that something was missing. They all did. So do I. I feel it right now. It's like something I lost, I desperately need. All right, I said, I believe you. And I really did. There was a desperation, a dissolution. 
in his eyes uh, it was hard to discount he truly did believe he was missing something he needed he still didn't seem dangerous or crazy just intriguing in fact he was just the type he really fell for so full oh so not so so full since he hadn't fallen in love I sighed. So what makes you think I can help you? David gestured at lawn. Well, the fireflies. The front yard was indeed still full of fireflies. And none of the neighbors' houses had were similarly lit up. Want me through it, I said, just in case I don't get the fireflies thing. I went to, to see her. Someone who can see things that are beyond. Like the future? David nodded. Yes, the future sometimes. And also the past and present. Someone see the truths in a realm beyond this one i see david dave gave me an ironic smile i can see you don't but let's say your seer has mystical mystical barriers is he a witch too no a seer can be a witch but in this case he isn't and you your seer saw a flyer flies i said yes she did she said i should follow the trail of them they are right, right from my house to yours David frowned. You're not a witch, are you? That's why the costume. No, I know what not a witch. You see, this complicates things. A seer said I would find someone at the end of the trail tonight would help me. And then she said, Someone must sacrifice for a witch. David turned and looked look me full in the face. I thought that meant that would be you would be a witch. And maybe you would sacrifice something like a cow crow. I made a face. Don't get me wrong, he said quickly. I don't like the idea either. I'm not that kind of sacrifice anything. Not even of birds. I definitely don't do that stuff. But the curse was placed by black magic, dark magic. So, so maybe dark magic might be required to lift it. Oh, if not dark exactly, at least murky. He gave me a small smile. I was hoping for murky rather than dark. Well, I don't do anything like that, I said. Fireflies are not. So, what do you suggest? Maybe you should show me what love is. That is the worst pick-up line ever. But his face was sincere. It seemed to me that he grew a little red. So you can feel embarrassment, I said. Of course I can feel embarrassment, David said. And another thing, not just love. I sighed. Maybe I can help you think of something tomorrow. That's over coffee or lunch. David... Dave shook his head. It must be tonight. Why? Tonight is a special night. Many things are possible on Halloween night. That aren't possible at any other time at other times. Their spiritual energy is difficult different tonight. More powerful if the cost could be broken. It must be tonight. He paused. Can you help me? I don't see how. I felt a strange tug towards a so called witch. Well, I said, I do have a yard full of fireflies. Let's see if we can come up with something together. So Dave smiled. So what next? I glanced around. I thought, doubt we could solve much of anything sitting on my porch. Let's go for a walk. The two of us let us lift a swing at the porch. As we walked down the path, the short path down the street, I had a sudden urge to take his hand, but I didn't. Firefly still glimmered. Shortly in my yard, we began to walk, but the sunset was fading fast, and the sun was rapidly deepening the black. Yeah, plenty of light, however, as the street lights were coming on, and each one threw out something 
welcoming ark of illumination. Light apparently really wasn't quite enough, as if it soon stumbled in a crack on the safe sidewalk, and nearly tumbled face first into the street. I held out the stretching hand. Careful. Dave quickly righted himself, but he looked second. Thank you, Joanna. Uh, I don't usually, no explanation necessary, I said. Sometimes accidents happen, they grin stupidly. They do indeed. I happened to notice once again, you had an extraordinarily nice smile. So there is something uh, Anything else you could tell me about the curse? I said as we started walking again. Like, like, like what? Like, did it say, see, tell you? Anything else about how to break it? Dave shook his head. Her vice was basically just to find you, and then he shrugged. Well, I was kind of assuming you would know what to do. I see, I said. There is one other thing. The seer didn't tell me about this, though. It was your, my grandmother. What is it? What is it? My grandmother heard from my father, my great-grandmother, the one who was originally cursed. She said that the curse can be broken retroactively. What does that mean, I said. David frowned. Maybe, they frowned. Maybe I'm not phrasing that properly. If the curse is broken tonight, it will be broken all along the timeline. All those relationships my family in which one person was in love and the one wasn't, will be fixed. All their marriages will become true love matches. My mum will finally be free to love my father for real. Well, I said, that's why I have to do this, David, Dave said. I do not just, it's not a doubt about me. I'm saving generations of my family. Well, I said again, we walked on. Dave suddenly tripped once more. This time I didn't see the crack in the sidewalk. It looked perfectly smooth and even, but Dave went tumbling face first and nearly cracked his head on the concrete. Luckily he took a few stumbling steps. I put my, my hand just in time. I hurried over to him, alarmed. Are oh, you okay? David, Dave reddened and straightened up. Yes, of course I I just... He glanced back and I saw, as, as I had, there was nothing on the sidewalk to trip over. I guess I just tripped over my own feet, he managed. Please be careful, I said. That's the second time he nearly planted into the ground. Dray grew even redder. And then he went unexpectedly pale. He stopped walking, his face as serious in the face face as serious in the moonlight. Lamplight. There's one other thing, something my grandmother and see above said what? They said the curse will seek to protect itself. They said it knows when one of our lines is working to end it, and will work to destroy us rather than allow itself to be broken. I felt a chill run through me. I'm sure that's not true, I said quickly. I'm sure you'll be fine, but Dave and I turned as one to look back at a smooth, uneven, unmarked sidewalk. You'd both be more careful from now on. I said, I'm sure it won't happen again. We walked on. So, what's in... in What's in your repertoire, I asked. What do you mean? When you're not guarding yourself against all cold and fire in fire device, what kind of spells can, do you do? Well, I'm on level three of my training, I guess. It hasn't, wasn't, mean, mean, wasn't mean much to you since you're not a witch, but it means that I'm advanced in learning the highest level of magic by particular group practices. I've adapted potions and combinations, rituals and spells involving the use of wands and familiars. I have even began work on levitation and psychokinesis. Levitation, psychokinesis, I said. You know, using my, your mind, my mind to move myself and other objects. Sounds useful. It is, but only just beginning. They glanced at me. Why? 
I the interest in my spells, since I am the chosen one, I said. At least for the night. I thought I should try to figure this out. Maybe find out what's in your arsenal that we can use. Days looked startled. What do you mean, for the night? I'm a witch and a gentleman. I won't go 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 in for casual. Anything. You're chosen because you're special. You have a special purpose far beyond tonight. He looked at me and his face was gone again serious. It's not for this curse. I could see myself. He broke off. It's just I find myself drawn to you in more ways than one. He stopped again. But you couldn't love me, I said. No, Joanna, yes. I could, should tell you there's another reason why this is so important tonight. I can't. I'm not li- like the others in my family. I'm not even like my parents. It, if this doesn't work out, if this curse it cannot be broken, then I never get married myself. Never, I said. No, I can never get married. If I'm not in love, even if I don't actually know what it is, I can I can understand that. They've looked at me. You can? Yes, you and I are not alone. There are many people like that. They're called hopeless romantics. Dave chuckled. I've heard of those. Let's say this thing's works out tonight, I said. And somehow we managed to break the curse. Hell, hell will you know it's broken. Both my grandmother and Sia said there would be a sound like a breaking of chains. I smiled. And then you'll be free to fall in love with the first person you see? Dave smiled back. Something like that. Actually, I wouldn't mind if there was a breaking sound. Then I looked around startled. There wasn't a car's breaking. It said a glass and a lamplight next to me. Street lamp next to me. I suddenly shattered a bulb inside and shattered it too. Glass shards flew everywhere. Dave and I turned to shield our faces. Then there was an ominous squeaking sound. Dave was just had just enough time to jump out of the way, but the entire lamppost went came crashing down towards him. Whoa, he said. He was visibly rattled. I rushed to his side. Are you okay? Dave nodded. That was just unexpected. I placed a comfortable hand on his arm. It's certainly something you don't see every day. I looked down to the fallen street lamp. An unpleasant thought popped into my head. It is a curse, Dave said, giving voice to my fears. It is trying to protect itself. No, I said hastily. It is just a really strange accident. Dave looked at me. You You think it's a curse too? I can see it in your eyes. No, I said again. But Dave gave me a wry smile. At least I know you believe in the curse now. Maybe we should get off the street, I said. I think that is an excellent idea, David replied. Let's go for, to a coffee shop or some some public place, I said. I feel like the curse is more likely to attack if we are isolated. A crowd might be safer. I glanced around. There was fewer and fewer trick-or-treaters all the time. And other passerbys were becoming rarer too. Dave looked a little embarrassed. Oh, I didn't drive here. I actually walked. That's okay. We'll go back to my house and we'll take my car. I'll get my phone too. Maybe we can get some internet, do some internet search on how to break a curse. Dave pulls in the driveway. We are passing and looked at me in the lamplight. I really do appreciate this. You don't mean me. You don't know anything about me. And you're still going to help me. Even though the whole curse thing is new to you. I have to say, a screech, then a car came screaming around the corner. It's headed straight for us. Hold more specifically towards Dave. We're still standing in the driveway. The car surged towards him. He seemed rooted on the spot. 
staring at it. Okay, our headlights made right for him, and I acted without thinking. I pushed him out of the way. I watched the headlights zooming after me. Then they suddenly stopped. I glanced over. They were standing with his knees bent and his arms outstretched. He appeared to be under great strain. Hurry, he gasped. I could not hold it much longer. I glanced at the car. It's completely tumultuous, just a few bare inches away from me. I quickly scrambled out of the way. Dave pulled his hand back, and the car leaped forward, bouncing over the driveway and careering over the lawn of a nearby house. Then the car lost its momentum and came to a stop. There was no one inside. What? I said. How did you... Do, how did you... What just happened? Same time, there's a tremendous cracking sound. Dave rushed towards me and grabbed me in a hug. He spun me round. You did it. Did what? Dave set me down and I start, stared at him breathlessly. His eyes were shining. There was a glow about him. I didn't. hadn't been there before. He looked at a man transformed. I looked back at the stationary car. Dave, what's going on? You did it. You broke the curse. The curse threw everything at me. And you, your sacrifice shattered it. Sacrifice? What sacrifice? I'm fine, yes. But you're only fine because I saved you right, Mac. You pushed me out of the way when I surely should have been killed and saved me. You put yourself in my arm's way. You sacrificed yourself for a witch, just like the seer said. But then I, I still have a, a, a hard time wrapping up my head around what has just happened. Dave shook my hands. You did it. You really did. You saved me and my entire family. The curse really is broken? I said, yes, you sure? Yes. But how do you know? I said, because I feel like I'm in love right now. He looked at me in the lamplight, and there really did seem to be love in his eyes. But how can you be sure? I said, especially since you all never felt love before. Dave grinned. I know it. I really do. I appreciate I'm really perfectly willing to take a chance that I'm falling in love with you. You are? I said, yes, totally sure about that. No spooky tricks? I said, no spooky tricks.